I remember this one time in Teen Challenge in the year 2000 during Spiritual Emphasis Week. Brother Sherby Long from Virginia came with about seven people and been fasting water only for two weeks. They walked into the chapel with 55 men on one side, 55 women on the other side, and the women's program, men's program separated. And the whole place was a physical manifest glory cloud. And right away, this demon-possessed crackhead woman from the women's program stands up and says, You gotta go! And I said, Ooh, we're gonna have some fun today. And I watched him go up. <laughs> I'm like four months old in the Lord, right? And I watched him go up. Is this gigantic bodybuilding black man, former male prostitute, and he got saved out of being a homosexual and, a, and working in the gay clubs in Virginia and stuff like that. And he was a powerful minister of God. You can look him up, Sherby Long. Powerful man of God. And, you know, he'd been all cleaned out and walking in the Holy Ghost for years at this time. And so his whole team was just so filled with the Holy Ghost. They came in there to clean house. And they clean house. The first thing I saw is woman pop like popcorn. Like they were getting boiled in anointing oil in all their brains. And this demon stepped up and pointed at him and said, You gotta go! I said, what? The confidence of these demons, huh? Sherby Long said, Oh really? I gotta go! You know, he was no, he was no rookie, no newbie to deal with the demonic. He walks up to the woman and be like, I think you gotta go. Touches her on the forehead, she starts shaking like a snake. She's on the ground, drove the demons out, she laid there for two hours. Got up, didn't even know what happened. I watched 75 people of the men and women <laughs> for that whole week. 75% of the people have demons cast out of them. It was awesome. And I was cleaned up because I had just gone through three months of deliverance right before that. So I got to work side by side with Sherby Long that whole week, driving demons out of all my brothers and sisters. True story. 18 years ago. And I'm standing there at the very last night of Spiritual Emphasis Week. And we are just burning in the anointing oil. It is so thick in the prophetic and apostolic anointing. And all of a sudden, I see Sherby in the height of all the intensity of clearing out 75% of all Minnesota Teen Challenge with the anointing. All of that apostolic and prophetic power, and we're in the height of it at the end of Spiritual Emphasis Week. He turns around and lays hands right on my forehead, and I feel waves of fire go, and I wasn't on earth anymore. And I went back, fell down, no catcher, but landed on a cloud. No catcher landed on a cloud and I'm not in my body and it's all fire and it's the fire of God's glory and I saw this island come down in the fire with a gigantic sword spinning and swirling on the sword and it went right into my belly guess what that sword is Goliath's sword it is and that's why hallelujah thank you Jesus it was Goliath's sword. I knew it. And I wasn't ready to use it, so just like King David, it kind of sat in the warehouse for a while till I grew in my spirit to a place where I could wield that sword. And in 2008, we began wielding that sword when we started broadcasting. 
eight years later after that, after going through all the Bible college, dealing with religious demons every day in Bible college, having people constantly manifest on me every day, five years of North Central Bible College, graduated, soon got kicked off the campus for being controversial in the drunken glory. They hate the drunken glory in the Assemblies of God, by the way. If you show up drunk in the anointing, you'll be kicked out of the church. It's actually quite rare, even in charismatic churches, that the new wine is accepted. Have you noticed that? It's really fringe, but it's actually the foundation of Christianity in Acts chapter 2. We're not drunk as you suppose. When you receive the Holy Spirit, that's the day you're drunk. We're not drunk as you suppose. We're drunk on the Holy Spirit. And people don't want the Holy Spirit. They want witchcraft because witchcraft is the control of the human brain. And, you know, we've been dealing with it every day. And it's wave upon wave, season upon season. The anointing comes and you have the opportunity to give your whole heart you have the opportunity to clear your whole house and your body and be a temple of the Holy Spirit. But a lot of people hold on to things in their heart because they want to be in control. They're not willing to give up everything in their heart. I know we all say we are, but when the altar is presented before you, what do you put on it? I mean, most people give nothing. Most people give zero and call themselves Christians. They're not real Christians. A real Christian puts their whole heart on the golden altar. Hallelujah. They do. Every day we're tested in this earth. This earth is a testing ground. The apostles were tested continuously in the New Testament. Satan tempted Jesus 40 days in the wilderness with temptations. It's called the testing of the wilderness. This whole earth has been a wilderness for every single Christian in the world for 2,000 years. I mean, it has taken us, honestly, as a body of Christ, 2,000 years to come out of the wilderness to enter the promised land of Zion, the resurrection of Mount Zion, the mountain of the Lord that rises as chief of all the other mountains in the last days, because we've been so external looking for it in the natural realm. You know, looking for it out there where He's in the world. And we're supposed to be greater than He who's in the world, but we're looking for God in the world and trying to please God by our worldly outer court activities of the flesh and the brain realm. You know, I mean, it's all just voodoo. It's all witchcraft. Externalism is the kingdom of hell. Having begun in the spirit, trying to finish in the flesh. The brain is the flesh. I mean, he's not talking about, oh, the hand or the foot. The flesh is working out of the brain instead of depending on the anointing in your spirit. Carnal-minded. Romans chapter 8. Read the Bible. That's the only enmity against Christ that exists after you're born again. And we deal with en masse bewitchment in the pride realm of Cain and Satan's stars that fell from heaven that is the externalism of the kingdom of hell pretending to be Jesus and pretending to be Christianity but it's Satan and his angels an angel of light that deceives that angel of light works in the world our salvation is from Christ working in our spirit most people are not led of their spirit belly but of their carnal brain and that's why they have no breakthrough they built on the shifting sands of the brain and not the solid rock of the spirit. And wave upon wave of testing and storm in life comes upon you because you live in a tumultuous world in a great tribulation. 
the storms of life are getting more severe. They're not calming down. And unless you build on the solid rock, it's a service to you that the shifting sands of your brain is exposed so that you can actually build upon the solid rock of Christ in your spirit, in your belly, and start depending on your rich treasury of glory, Christ in you, greater as He is in you, than the devil pretending to be Jesus outside your body in the world, always saying He's the Lord. Bible says in Revelation that the false prophets, the external prophets, the brain prophets, will have many lying signs and wonders. I believe we're actually kind of getting to the end of that time, that we've been in that time for decades. Decades! We're getting to be at the time of the two witnesses now where the apostolic and prophetic just had enough and we actually show up with the real deal from the internalism of the new covenant as the temples of the Holy Spirit that have been being built up during all this external witchcraft that we've had to endure during the church age and the grand finale of the church age. The climax of the ages is the church age of the brain realm fighting the kingdom age of man's spirit built up into full spiritual stature. These people war against Christ in the development of their spirit life from their brain realm, called the division of the sheep and goats, the wheat and tares, the wise and foolish. The wise and foolish are both virgins, which means they're both Christians. One depends on the oil inside them, and the other one's external. They have no oil. They think that external anointing on them is the Holy Spirit. It's all witchcraft. A hundred percent of the time since Pentecost. The Apostle Paul deals with externalism in all of his epistles. That's why he writes things to his churches like, Greater is he who is in you than, than that external anointing that's a false, lying, demonic anointing outside you. I know you guys have been dealing with it constantly since you've been Christians. And it's so bewitching. It's so confusing. But you're never confused when you're in the fresh oil in your belly. You're only confused when you're in externalism of the brain. There's zero confusion in your spirit. Confusion is all the realm of pride working in the brain. I have crystal clear mental clarity every day by the fresh oil of Jesus Christ burning in my heart. And it's the fresh anointing oil, the gift of salvation, that's an ever-increasing oil. So we stay saved, because we run on the anointing, since we're a temple of the anointing, a temple of the Holy Spirit. And it burns in our heart, and the burning of the smoke of that anointing oil is the glory of God that blazes through our souls. A lying bird cannot land on a tree that's on fire. If your heart is burning with the fresh oil from your spirit stomach, from your spirit belly, that's where the fresh oil comes from. Christ in your spirit. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Galatians, Philemon, it is written. Why? Because that's the only place God has ever dwelt because God Himself is a spirit and the new covenant is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit taking up residency in your spirit. The blood covenant is with your spirit only, not your brain. All that activity in the brain realm is witchcraft and the kingdom of hell trying to keep you from actually growing your spirit. Paul dealt with it 
constantly. I read the epistles every day. Colossians, Philippians, Ephesians. That's my foundation, and I'll go into other books after that. But that's the main deal that the Apostle Paul was dealing with in all his churches. Thousands and thousands of people getting into externalism. And it's all demons. It's all the kingdom of hell pretending to be Jesus Christ. If you read Rick Joyner's The Final Quest, who's Satan's army? The external Christians. <laughs> it is. And that has been my experience for 19 years I've been dealing with it. En masse global bewitchment. And that bewitchment is the whore of Babylon. <laughs> and the bride of Christ rises in the belly, birthing the divine child. 1 Timothy 2.15 Amplified. The bride of Christ births the true anointing from her belly. The false bride of Christ, the goats and the tares and the foolish, have an external witchcraft anointing, which is only the knowledge and the appearance of good, but is actually the kingdom of hell, pretending to be God. That's all Satan can do after Jesus Christ defeated him on the cross, was pretend to be Jesus, pretend to be anointing. I mean, it's, there's witchcraft and magic talked about continuously in the New Testament. If you start getting into the Bible and reading the Word, I'm in the Word four to eight hours every single day. Every day. Because I love it. Because it feeds my spirit. So I'm not bewitched. So I'm not external. So that the temple of the Holy Spirit runs on the Word of God called King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Since we are the temples of the Word of God. The Holy Spirit. Amen? I mean, if you're not a temple of that burning anointing oil of the Word of God, what are you going to be a temple of? Demons? That's the only other option. There's only two tables there in 1 Corinthians. The table of the Lord and the table of demons. And obviously the Corinthians were eating and drinking from the table of demons and thinking it was Jesus Christ and Christianity and the Holy Spirit with lying signs and wonders. Church history shows they were speaking in tongues and sleeping with the temple prostitutes. I have been in street witnessing in PV Park where they'd be speaking in tongues high on crack cocaine. So just because you have signs, wonders, miracles, and all this external stuff doesn't give any credence whatsoever to you being right with God. I've seen crackheads high on crack cocaine speaking in tongues. How is that possible? Because their spirit is weak down here and their brain and that external flesh demonic activity is going through their flesh and fighting their spirit down here. Greater is he who is in here than he who is in the world trying to get in there and kill your spirit and cause spiritual abortion through externalism. That's all the fight of faith that we fight every day as Joel's army putting on the full armor of God and standing in the days of trials, tribulations, persecutions, misunderstandings, enduring all suffering for the glory of God. <laughs> I mean, the Bible says if you want to be glorified, you get called, elected, glorified. Three different, completely different things, Romans chapter 8. So a lot of called, a lot, a lot are chosen, some are walking in the anointing, but the maximum, most extreme thing you can be after called, chosen, elected is being glorified. We're in the stage of glorification, y'all. We've been deep in the anointing since day one 
going on 19 years, glory to glory, faithfully following the anointing through all of the kingdom of hell's lies in the entire world. There's nothing new that I haven't seen on repeat hundreds of times in ministry for like five or six years. We haven't seen anything new. It's just different people being used by the same demons on repeat. Korah's rebellion, Korah's rebellion, pride, brain realm. None of this is new to us. This is not our first rodeo. We've seen this hundreds of times. Hundreds of times. And the anointing wins. And it actually makes the soldiers stronger. And it actually is a service to those bewitched in their brain, operating in witchcraft, lying signs and wonders, workers and not lovers. External and not internal. Goats and not sheep. Because if you build upon the shifting sands of your soul, what kind of father would let you just do that? when you're actually helping the kingdom of hell and not helping the kingdom of heaven, working for Satan instead of Jesus Christ. I mean, the older prodigal son in Luke 15 was totally convinced he was doing God's will. What was his reaction to find out he was completely wrong about everything he thought in his brain? He condemned his brother, called him that son of yours who spent all the money on prostitutes. You let him have the fattened calf? I've been out here slaving for you all these years and you never even gave me a goat for me and my friends. That's the works mentality of human pride, trying to earn salvation when it's a gift of fresh oil in your spirit. We see that by the tens of thousands reacting to the great grace we walk in, the grace of the apostolic and prophetic anointing. It's all grace. I didn't deserve any of this. You didn't deserve any of it. You didn't do anything for it. We learn how to receive from God every good and perfect gift that comes down from the Father of lights. Amen. And it's that realm of thinking that you earned it, you did something for it. Look at my works. Look at my prophecies. Look at the souls I saved. Look at my... All this garbage. It's all pride. It's demonic. I'm telling you guys... During this time, God has been building up your spirit, and most Christian works have been strange fire and demonic activity. They had the good intentions. They're really trying to help people, but they were doing it in the brain. Judas Iscariot thought he was helping Jesus Christ because Jesus had lost his mind. Jesus didn't believe he was the Messiah. He thought he was helping him not die by betraying him. I know that's the truth. Judas thought he was helping the Lord in his brain because he was a pride demon. He was a religious demon. You can't help the Messiah. Trying to help the Messiah, trying to help Christ in your spirit will cut you off from grace and you'll kill yourself. It's suicide. Ask Judas Iscariot who hung to death. They kill themselves every time they try to help the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit doesn't need your help. The Holy Spirit needs your body. Will you surrender your body as an earthen vessel and be crucified with Christ, the Holy Spirit, and let Him be God and you just get out of the way? Very few people let Him be God. They want to be in control in their brain because they're full of ideas of what the Holy Spirit should be like. And He's nothing like your human nature whatsoever. The human nature has to be crucified to death in the anointing oil. And it doesn't feel bad, it feels like ecstasy. 
Being crucified with Christ is being completely incinerated with the anointing oil burning in your heart. Christ is the anointed one in his anointing. If your brain is crucified with Christ, which is the entry point of actual real Christianity, that means that the oil from your spirit is burning in your heart through your brain. And you're spirit-led instead of bewitched in the brain and brain-led. Crucified with Christ isn't just all this beat-yourself-up nonsense we see people doing. Crucified with Christ, Christ is the anointing, the fresh oil burning in our heart. Crucified with Christ means all the oil is blazing through my brain so much that my brain is not in control, 0% of my life, but this oil burning in my heart is in control, led by the burning anointing, fire by night, cloud by day. It's the burning of the anointing in the heart that produces the fire and the glory. What are you led by? The anointed one and his anointing, because we're Christians. Put the Christ back in your Christianity. Christ in your spirit, the hope of your mind finally submitting to that truth, that glory. I tell you guys, it's a season of dealing with all the external bewitchment. All of Leviathan, the king of the sons of pride, and all the principalities. I can see all of them biting the dust. It's the whole kingdom of hell in the Christian's brain realm that's getting incinerated by the sons of God manifesting the apostolic and prophetic anointing at a standard similar to Moses and Elijah on the mountain of transfiguration. That's really what's going on here. I haven't seen people freak out the last two months like ever before my ministry because we've been going in from glory to glory with more apostolic and prophetic anointing also known as grace, which is the wisdom and the favor of Christ. Christ is the apostolic and prophetic oil. That's what Christ is, the anointed one. What is he anointed with? The Moses, apostolic, and the Elijah prophetic nature of the Father. That's what the anointing of sonship is and the fullness of Moses and Elijah and their mantles and their olive trees burning through your heart as a gift in your spirit every day going from glory to glory. Every single Christian gets that, but what kind of warlock of false Christianity has blocked you off from your fresh anointing that should be burning through your hearts? There's a lot of fake Christian leaders out there that don't want you to have the internal anointing because that discards them because they're false leaders. We're a royal priesthood. What makes us a royal priesthood? Each one of us having infinite anointing oil given to our spirits from Christ, the new covenant, the temples of the Holy Spirit. Every one of us is shining brighter and brighter in our hearts every day. The remnant here that's becoming dependent on the two olive trees in their spirit, which is Christ, They're starting to shine real bright. I have never seen the kingdom of hell so frantic, so scared, and manifesting so many lies. I have never had so many different groups behind my back never talking to me. There's no honor in it, but trying to turn everyone they can against me. The last two months has been the most incredible increase of anointing of my entire life. And they're getting burnt up so bad. And it's wonderful. I love the purge. I see it happening and I rejoice in it. Because I know God's dealing with all the demons working in people's brains. All the lies. People believe so many lives. Well, let's test it in the fire of the apostolic oil. 
Let's test it on the mountain of transfiguration. Test every spirit to see if it's from God. You know, let's see if it burns with the seven blazing torches of the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Let everything burn that can be burned, amen? Lest we labor in vain. The Apostle Paul says, I went and visited those that called themselves pillars of the church, John and James and Peter, to see if I had been laboring in vain. The Apostle Paul goes up to see these other apostles and tests everything in his apostolic ministry to see if it was the real deal. And they said, yeah, you're a real apostle just like us. Glory to God. As long as you just don't let these Gentiles drink blood. (laughs) True story. You had to tell them that because they were going to do it anyway. I mean, these people were crazy. And there's a lot of crazy people out there that are doing some real questionable stuff. No sexual morality, no drinking of blood. He's like, okay, and then giving to the poor. And he's like, that's what I wanted to do anyway. So they're all good. Hallelujah. So always be testing not just others, but yourself to see if you haven't labored in vain. Every day I'm tested, living in the ghetto. If I don't work, I've been carjacked twice. I've been shot at 25 times. There's bullet holes through every room in my house. I would have died a hundred times in full-time ministry. No exaggeration. I've been around constant death and murder. We've had... 12 people murdered within two blocks of my house. My wife constantly harassed. We've been in the ghetto in the thick of the crack cocaine epidemic around 36 organized gangs for 10 years here, you guys. I would have died a hundred times if I was fake in any level of the apostolic and prophetic anointing. I've been tested constantly and I'm so thankful for it. I never got angry or bitter about it. I know that's the only way God brings forth His true apostolic and prophetic witness. And everyone that's not tested gets angry about it when they start getting tested. They'll start manifesting because He deals with our pride and lust. Thanks be to God. He deals with our pride and lust because He loves us and He wants to possess us with Himself and all of His righteousness, holiness, especially His glory. All obedience to the anointing and every test that you have in obeying Christ over the carnal mind is to grow in the anointing. And the anointing produces the glory. That you're not just called, chosen, and elected, but that every single one of you this season is glorified. Some of you have already been glorified for a while. Some of you just coming into the glory. There are realms of God far beyond just salvation. Just fire insurance and just anointing, just speaking in tongues, prayer, intercession. There's a throne room glory. There's a great white throne in our hearts that wants to fully manifest before Jesus returns. That's what causes the restoration of all things. It's the morning star risen in our hearts and our day dawning. This great increase of anointing that our hearts is burning in is causing our day to dawn. (laughs) And I'm real drunk saying all this stuff to you because it's flowing through my heart. It's hard to even pronunciate. The greater anointing that we've received from Christ in our spirit is causing our hearts to burn brighter. That's the rise of the morning star in our heart. It's the literal throne of God, of God the Spirit, the Spirit throne, the great white throne. God is Spirit. And He just burns through our heart releasing that greater brightness 
that greater glory, and it will burn out all men's hearts worldwide. That's what this cleansing judgment is right now going on. It's the day that the Lord reveals all men's hearts. It's written about several times in the New Testament. Google it. And how are men's hearts tested? How are women's hearts tested? By the fire of the anointing oil. And how do you produce that fire? You drink it in your spirit. You you burn it in your heart. And when we manifest who our God actually is as an all-consuming fire, it reveals everything hidden in people's hearts. There are thousands, I want to say millions, but I'll say there's thousands of people pretending outwardly to be Christian, pretending outwardly to be right with God. But the revealing of their hearts will actually reveal what's in them. A lot of people's hearts don't belong to Christ and their pastors. A lot of people's hearts don't belong to the anointing and and they're the prayer leaders. I mean, you have fake, phony hypocrites everywhere. Goats and tares and foolish all over the place. How long should we be around these thieves that all they do is leech off our anointing and pretend to be anointing? Pretend to be anointed. Pretend to serve Christ. Pretend to be loyal to the white throne. Pretend to be kingdom. And all they do is kill, steal, and destroy the true sheep, the true wheat, and the true wise virgins. Isn't it awesome that God separates the unholy from the holy, the soul from the spirit, so He can judge the thoughts and intents of everyone's hearts, so that these false can be removed from the, from the true and faithful? And He's doing it. And he's been doing it for a while, and the judgments are getting more and more severe. And I'm thankful for it, because what that produces for us is a greater glory. This holiness, this separating from all worldliness, all sin, all demons, all pride, all flesh, having your spirit separated from your soul, Hebrews 4.12, it is written. That's what God does. He separates the soulish realm of man's religion from the holy realm of Jesus Christ Christianity in the spirit. Separating the soul from the spirit is the beginning of walking in the spirit, in the true anointing that's only in the spirit, since God the Father's anointing is only ever spirit and never in the brain realm. The brain is the outer court, the flesh, John chapter 6, that counts for nothing, nada, zilch, zero. The brain is the outer court. The heart is the holy place. And God lives in your spirit. Amen. And the spirit will completely flood the heart to burn all the false out of the brain so that you'll have all wickedness separated from your holiness at a citywide and nationwide level. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come into Financial Covenant with Red Letter Ministries and be blessed. RedLetterMin.com. Amen.